Welcome to Follow, a Latter-day Saint scripture poetry podcast. My name is Mary Jane Rice. Thank you for joining me today. The reading this week is Matthew chapter 5 and Luke chapter 6. The poem I'm sharing today was inspired by the account of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount as recorded in Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. If you'd like to read along, you can find this poem on my website at maryjanerice.com. Let's begin. On the Mount Love your enemy. I looked at the group seated in the green field at mountain's foot. No Pharisees were present, no impertinent scribes to quibble over who merited the name neighbor. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. I thought of all the sinners we served, blessed without reservation. We ate with publicans, drank with Samaritans. Who was he rebuking? Pray for those who abuse and persecute you. I shifted uneasily on stony ground. Did he mean for us to pity those he called hypocrites, millstones, thieves who nested in the temple? Be perfect, as your heavenly Father, who loves the just and unjust, is perfect. Might as well spin me into wool and thread me through a needle. My heart melted like mud in a downpour. Maybe I was my own enemy. Then, under the flood, bedrock. With God, all things are possible. This poem might be a little difficult to understand just read out loud. Maybe if you can follow along, that will help. And you can see the back and forth between the parts that Jesus speaks and the parts that I imagine are the thoughts of one of his disciples about some of the hard commandments that he taught in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus often targeted Pharisees with teachings that were very difficult for them to hear, but in this sermon, he's talking to his close followers, and maybe they would have felt a little taken aback by him requiring these difficult things of them when they had already given up so much to follow him. In verse 43, Jesus says, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. So it's been said, where does the phrase hate your enemies come from? Um, Maybe the source is Psalm 139 verses 21 through 22. This reads, Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee, and am not I grieved, grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. So those who taught that you should hate your enemies could claim that it was based on scripture. I can see why they said that Jesus spoke as one having authority because he introduced new ideas and truths that really resonate with our spirits, even though they weren't necessarily recorded in in ancient scripture. He was speaking new scripture as it came to him. Why might the Lord want us to pray for those who have been unkind to us? 
I think that maybe praying for people I'm angry with helps me to forgive and also helps me to stay humble about my own part in the disagreement. I can't become like Jesus if I persist in hating or resenting the people that he loves. As a parent myself, I want my kids to learn to get along with each other. I don't want them to argue, even when one of them is obviously right and the other one's obviously wrong. I want them to forgive each other. I tell them all the time that they should be each other's best friends and their biggest cheerleaders. I think God may hope for the same with us, that he wants us to love those we disagree with, even when those people are wrong. And that praying for specific people helps me begin to think think of ways that I can do that. How can I gain more control over my thoughts so that I have a better control of my temper? Uh, one way is to fill my mind with good content. For example, when I want to write poetry and I want a good poem to come out, I have to fill it full of good content. I need grist for the mill, something to build that poetry out of. So I read and I view and I listen to scriptures and gospel-themed podcasts and books and productions. That helps me with that. I try to avoid movies and books and music that play on worldly themes of lust and personal gratification because that leads me to have thoughts about the same things. My mind is going to be filled with something. I don't have to do anything for it to be filled with something, but I don't want to just let the world fill it up with whatever the world wants to be in my mind. Now I'll read the poem for you again. On the Mount Love your enemy. I looked at the group seated in the green field at Mountain's Foot. No Pharisees were present, no impertinent scribes to quibble over who merited the name neighbor. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. I thought of all the sinners we served, blessed without reservation. We ate with publicans, drank with Samaritans. Who was he rebuking? Pray for those who abuse and persecute you. I shifted uneasily on stony ground. Did he mean for us to pity those he called hypocrites, millstones, thieves who nested in the temple? Be perfect, as your heavenly Father, who loves the just and unjust, is perfect. Might as well spin me into wool and thread me through a needle. My heart melted like mud in a downpour. Maybe I was my own enemy. Then, under the flood, bedrock. With God, all things are possible. That's all for today. You can find more of my poetry at facebook.com slash Latter-day Saint Poetry or visit maryjanerice.com. That's M-E-R-R-I-J-A-N-E rice.com. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. May your time spent in the scriptures this week be rewarding.